So let's talk about discipline and a really foundational lesson in discipline that I wish I had learned because I had some really toxic habits. I was very disciplined, <laughs> very, very disciplined growing up, but the discipline was fueled by uh, some really toxic sources. And so we're going to untangle this today because this is a habit that a lot of serious players have, a lot of successful people in the world outside of basketball have. A lot of misguided teachers are teaching the wrong discipline habits. And so we're going to talk about this today um, in different terms than you might be used to. And the really foundational point that I want to get across here is that love must drive discipline nothing else. Love, in this case, your love for the game of basketball must drive discipline. So I'll start this off with an, an analogy for you. If you're in a committed relationship with girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and this person is guilting you into spending time with them, they're guilting you into being loyal to them, and they're kind of using this, you better be with me, you better not, uh, look at her or look at him or whatever and they're being kind of clingy and jealous and needy and and just using a lot of guilt to tie you to them how much time are you going to want to spend with them how long are you going to want to be in that relationship with them probably not all that long <laughs> and most likely the healthy relationships that you've seen are not built on this kind of toxic foundation that is the toxic foundation that most of us build our entire basketball work ethic on. <laughs> when, I was a, when I was growing up playing, I was so maniacal about my training and would train for six hours a day at times. But a lot of the time I was using things like guilt or negative motivation or competitiveness with somebody else or any of these sort of toxic impure sources of motivation to get myself to do that training and <laughs> kind of out of breath here but just walked up this long hill and see back there um anyhow i would use these sort of impure sources of motivation to get myself to do the training and to push myself harder and harder and i thought that's just how it was done and Honestly, in the moment, those sort of negative sources of motivation and guilt and things like that, they actually feel kind of good. They give you a strong hit and they give you a strong push to do the training. But that, that hit that you're getting is more like sugar or caffeine. There's always a drop off. <laughs> and I, um, in my experience, what happened is that over time, those toxic negative sources of motivation and sources of discipline, they kind of corroded my love for the game. Because again, I was using guilt and negativity and competitiveness to like push myself to the gym. So the act of training was completely absent of love, right? It, it was all fueled by this neediness and clinginess to the game. So how much do you think I was gonna love the process of training? And over time, my love for the game just slowly got poisoned, right? This is what most players are doing. And so the reason I say love must fuel discipline, your love for the act of training, nothing else must fuel your discipline. When you do this, the act of training itself 
will become so effortless because you want to be there. <laughs> there was this interview with Kobe that I've shared this quote a number of times because it's so good. He was asked, uh, this was after he retired, so he was asked if you um, were using something like Shaq as motivation to push yourself in the gym uh, during your basketball career, what are you now using in your business career as motivation? And Kobe said, like, I, I didn't use Shaq or anybody else or any external negative source of motivation. I, I just loved the game. <laughs> like I wanted to be there. So like 99% of the time he said he would be using love of the game as his motivation and as his source of discipline 1% of the time, sometimes when he needed that extra little push, he would use these external, more negative sources of motivation. But that was only that rare, rare instance. Most of the time, it was just love for the game. And <laughs> this is so profound to me because in our society at large, and, and especially in the basketball world and in the world of athletics, we're taught to like prove everybody wrong and <laughs> like do all of these um, hustle and grind and all of this like crazy nonsense that is just nothing more than a distraction from the love for the game itself. Okay, so the take home message here that I want to pass on is that love must drive discipline. Love must drive discipline. Your actual, like your pure love for the game itself, your love for the training process, your love for doing these practices, for sharpening your craft, for the sound that the ball makes when it rips through the mesh and the squeak of your sneakers in an empty gym and the feeling of like that first dribble that you take when you walk onto the court after lacing up your shoes early in the morning when everybody else is asleep, your love for the game. <laughs> That is what must drive your discipline, nothing else, okay? If you build on that foundation, just like the relationship analogy, you will have this healthy, deep, nurturing, trusting relationship that's not built on neediness and clinginess and jealousy and toxic competitiveness and this, this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> you will have this deep relationship that continues to grow every time you step on the basketball court you are growing not only in your skill but in your love for the game and i've shared this a number of times as well but a teacher of mine said to me once that the number one predictor of long-term success is nothing more than that person's love for what they're doing <laughs> it's the number one predictor it's the number one predictor for relationship success is how deeply do you love this person <laughs> it's the number one predictor for your discipline how deeply do you love what you're doing if you're experiencing inconsistencies in your discipline because you're driving yourself to the gym and dragging yourself to do the training that you feel you need to do and you're guilting yourself into doing it but after a little while, maybe a few days or a week or a few weeks or a month, all of a sudden that sugar caffeine rush of negative toxic discipline uh, or motivation wears off and you kind of have that slump and you stop doing the training. <laughs> it is because it's an unsustainable source of motivation. The only sustainable source of motivation is love. It's love. So love must drive discipline, okay? 
this is a tough one. It's one that uh, not a lot of players get, but I pray that you get this. It can transform your basketball career and make the entire process so much easier and more enjoyable if you do. Okay, so I hope this helped you out and I'll see you in the next one. Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is to head over to deepgame.com and join us in our free masterclass. Now, this is where you'll learn all eight laws of the deep game and all of the fundamentals that you need to know about the part of basketball that's played with the mind. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives, and it's completely free right now. So head over to deepgame.com to join us, and I will see you there.